Welcome to the Italian Football Podcast with John Solano, Carlo Garganese and Nima Tuvali. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a special edition of the Italian Football Podcast. My name is Nima Tavale Ruzzari, and I'm joined today by a very good friend of the show. But he he's here today to talk about something that is not so nice for us, who, for all of us who love Italian football. We talk nonstop about this on this show, uh, about how Italian football needs to improve in order to compete with the Premier League. And a key part of that is the TV deals. And our next guest is is here to talk about the the TV deal in uh, in the Middle East and North Africa because what has happened there is nothing short of a scandal. So, well, before we get to that, let's welcome him. Welcome, Adrian Adriano Del Monte. How are you, Adrian? Very good to be with you. I'm going well. I was enjoying some quiet time off in the summer, but obviously news never stops in Italy. And that's why we love it. But there's plenty to discuss. Yeah, I mean, let's let's start with that. I mean, how did this thing? Um, I mean, you you know, just for full disclosure, you, you do work for B in Sports, who are who mm. are one of the mm-hmm. uh, who, who who used to have the TV rights, and you know, there has been quite a lot of drama around that because there was a alleged Saudi state. Uh, piracy agency called B uh, was it called B was it called B out or something, um, and they pretty much mm-hmm. just just you know pirated the the rights uh, from the Qatari um, uh, rights holders, and there was lots of arguing back and forth, uh, obviously legal and and so what can you tell us a little bit how like the backstory how did you come across this information and and what information have you got or have you revealed let's talk about that yeah. Look, obviously, yes, for full disclosure, BNR, one of the, the seven networks that I do work with. And, and as such, I've been always very interested in, in general, in Sedia's dealings and handlings with foreign broadcasters, obviously in foreign markets. I, I am Milan-based, but I, I work covering Sedia for a range of networks in a range of territories around the world. So, I've always been very privy to to the very strange ways that Serie A have gone about doing their dealings and some of the bizarre decisions that have been made. And and look, the, the Middle East and North Africa region is, is a very interesting one because it's a very, very passionate mm. region for football in general, but especially Italian football. I, I spent a couple of years living in Qatar working for, for BN and I really saw it firsthand. There's a lot of love, obviously, for particularly the bigger clubs in Italy, and look, this story. This story is one that has been a, a bizarre saga. Obviously, we could discuss this for days, but there was the relationship, a very healthy relationship between Bean and uh, the Serie A, the Italian Federation, where it was all going very, very well. And there was the breakdown. You mentioned the the B out queue. Obviously, the that was the the piracy of Bean Sports. It was going into to the Saudi Arabia region. Uh, there was the Serie decision to take the, the Supercoppa final to Riyadh. Obviously, we're, we're dealing with some political tension there that's probably for, for individuals of, of greater expertise in that space than I am. But obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. It's a very tough one. It's a very difficult one. But it was all based on the initial strong rapport between Qatar, between Bean Sports and Serie There was a healthy working relationship there. But... It obviously now has broken down, and 
it has led to a point where last season it, it was this was baffling it was incredible for me but prior to the commencement of last season the global rights for Serie A into some major key markets remained unsold up until 24 hours before the opening day. And two of those markets I work into in Australia and India as well, obviously massive markets for Italian football. The BN Sports deal fell at the final at the final moment as well. And as such, the entire MENA region did not have a broadcaster for Serie A. And it is just incredible to think that Combine the MENA region with India, we're talking billions of people, millions of passionate Italian football fans were unable to watch Italian football. And as such, in the end, in the MENA region, a select amount of games per round were broadcast on YouTube. And obviously, YouTube, you're not going to get the same viewership as you would on uh, traditional television. So it was a mess. However, 12 months on and uh, a group of clubs, quite incredibly, led by the Roma president, which has been confirmed to me from the powers of being sports, essentially went to be in and encouraged them to buy the product back. Obviously, viewing the fact that being can tip a significant amount of money into the league, which will help the league, which will help the infrastructure, which will help the clubs. And this very passionate group of clubs, again, led by the Roma president, went there and made a pitch to be in sports, which was very, very well received. And that was essentially what led to the surprise return of BN, unexpected return to, for some to the market to potentially repurchase the our rights for the next five years. So financially, what that would have done to the league would have been enormous. But now, obviously, it hasn't come through and Abu Dhabi Sports will take the rights, which with all respect to them, obviously, good luck to them with their coverage. But a very different financial offer was on the table. And now the questions are starting to be asked, well, what actually is going on? I mean, just to clarify a few things, um, Marco Bellinazzo, who works for Il Sole 24 Ore, who's a financial paper uh, in, the U- in, in, mm-hmm. in Italy, reports today that 75 million euros for the three, for three mm-hmm. years. For the yes. complete three, that's less than 20 yes. million euros per season. BN yep. used to pay, if I'm not mistaken, over 100 million per season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is, the, this is the incredible, well, this is the incredible element to, to this story. Look, I have, been, I have been someone who has at times been critical of, of spending in Italy in general. I, you know, the Cristiano Ronaldo deal, I think, has had divided opinion in terms of all well, the money was good for, for the business side of, let's say, Juventus, but on field, it didn't necessarily work. But when we're talking about television rights and the fact that that can be spread across all the clubs and the fact that that can then be reinvested into stadiums and and, and infrastructure and just, just the image of the league in general, it is a very tough one to comprehend because those figures are, are right. The I, I can confirm as well that being sports were asked to increase their bids on multiple occasions. And every time that they came back to the table with a new bid, it was significantly greater than the previous bid. So being were very serious in their desire to repurchase the rights for the next five seasons. As such, in the end, it didn't come through, but being had promised to increase their offer as each season went on, 
obviously being, especially with their with their coverage in the Middle East, they have something like 30 channels. So there's no match that would not be able to be seen. And uh, look, obviously from a, from a broadcast perspective, to have a guarantee of, of that, to have that guarantee of additional funds coming in, financially, uh, it's a very, very difficult one to comprehend. Um, and then because of the Melandri law, which has been modified now, They've sold it until 2024-2025 season for around $30 million per season. Something, or, or Sorry, um, that season as well has been sold for $31 million. We're talking right. €290 million Euros less than if they to be in yeah. for the same, for, for the, given the value going on previous numbers for, this, for, this, uh, for the duration of this. That makes absolutely no sense. None, no sense, no sense whatsoever. And and again, look, there, I I do feel that we're we're in a position here where serious questions need to be asked of of the powers that be, whether at the Italian Federation, whether in Serie, whatever the case is. Because I, I mentioned I mentioned when when breaking the news in the tweet for me. Personally, you know, this is this is a league that that I uh, we all we all love. It's our favourite league in football. It's a league that I grew up with. It's a league that I take great joy in covering. But being very well aware of of some of the bizarre decisions that have been made, particularly in the foreign broadcast rights market, if we are to continue like this with this level of incompetency in leadership, these decisions, and this just overall level of disregard for, for, for foreign markets and its appeal in Serie A, well, this is just the start. We are in much, much bigger trouble longer term. And I don't know for sure whether it's a case of they aren't aware of this or they don't want to be aware of this or they're just trying to do as minimal work as possible. But this is where someone or multiple individuals need to be held accountable because the league as a product, and we've seen it, I, we've seen it on the transfer market. We see what's already happened. If you just compare the spending of England mm. in the first month of the transfer market compared to what million euros compared to 50 in the city. Where are we at? Where are we at? And so, you know, to 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 call for some heads to roll, to call for some accountability, it, the time is now or never. And that's that's the the unfortunate reality of the situation. There is just not that level of regard, there's not that level of respect, and there's too many people at the top in Italian football patting each other on the back but not actually doing the job at hand and and that that makes us very sad because we have great intentions to cover this great league. But if we're not supported from those that have the power to make change, well, we're all doomed. Well, that's that's one hundred percent true, and that's something we always talk about on this podcast about how, you know, John Solano, my co-host, always says brilliantly that this, the the Serie A's biggest problem is the Serie A. It just can't help get to get Correct. out of its own way, and and this is why. I mean, we don't have any evidence about nefarious and foul play, but we have to acknowledge the fact that when somebody offers a a price that is, I don't know how, a thousand percent more than the the price that it's actually sold for. Question: This is dodgy as hell. I mean, you don't need mm. to be. We're not, you know, it, the, the, this this does not look normal. This is not how business is done. Business is done. The, the usually <laughs> the, the person who pays the most gets the product, right? And right. we're not here. This is not what's happening here. And and so yes, question needs to be asked. Um, an inquiry needs to be had. And I think given the fact that, you know, 
the interesting thing that you mentioned is that it's the Roma owners. They're an American. They're an American firm, the Correct. Friedkins, New Balance. Correct. They they don't have any, you know, previous like you know relationships in Italy. So they come in there and they right. look at the numbers, and they're the ones pushing for this, and they get screwed over like this. I, I don't I don't see them taking this down. I don't see I don't see them taking this sitting down, and I don't see the other foreign owners um, as well who are in, who are you know multiplying in the Serie A being quiet about mm-hmm. this either because it is insane. Uh, and that's why I mentioned earlier. I feel that this is only the start. I mean, you know, we, we've released a couple of of details here about the deal itself, but I I would be very confident that the the presidents of these clubs that were involved know a lot more than I do at this point in time. And I don't think that they're going to go down quietly because they've invested in our league for a reason. They went to be in sports to encourage being to repurchase the rights for a reason. And being sports did confirm to me that they were very impressed with the sell and the pitch and the passion of Roma and the other clubs because they did feel that it was a league that will always have its history, will always have its culture and tradition, but it did feel that it was a league lacking appeal. But this presentation, this pitch that was made from Roma and the other clubs got them back on board. And it again, well, obviously now it's going to become a, a massively missed financial opportunity, again, with respect to Abu Dhabi Sports. Abu Dhabi Sports are not in the wrong here. They've, they've, they've done what they've done. They've purchased the rights. Good luck to them. But for Serie A to just turn this away, and there was an email that was published that was sent from the, the, the CEO of, of BN to the president of Serie A, which – Effectively, well, a few hours prior to the official announcement that Abu Dhabi were, were purchasing the rights, said that we are we are pulling out, we are withdrawing our bid, essentially due to the ongoing uncertainty and lack of transparency around the process. Now, what does that mean? I'm sure I'm sure time will tell, but that's where we're at at the moment. And if we're dealing with this at a time where we have fallen so far behind. The other leagues. I, I always have this discussion because many have always argued, especially Premier League fans who who are, who are saying, you know, this is our time. We're we're, we're at the top now. Serie was at the top in the nineties. It was La Liga in the two thousands. The financial difference now between where we're currently at and the direction we are heading and the Premier League, I don't see any way back. I, I just mm. don't see how the Serie at this point in time can ever get anywhere near the financial model of the Premier League, where the Premier League are at, where their spending is at. The fact that, again, this season, the the clubs that were relegated made more TV money than the champion of our competition, that's a long, long road back. And, well, with with another situation like this now, again, I I, I don't see what the next step is unless there is significant change. Um, Just to to circle back, which other clubs other than Roma were involved in, in pushing this? I haven't had that confirmed. I, I did have – it was suggested that many of the clubs with that foreign yeah. investment were those. I haven't had the specifics confirmed, but being were very, very keen to well, essentially respect the fact that it was Roma and the Roma presidents who were leading the charge. And I think they wanted to make that yeah. clear because there was a very open and honest and respectful discussion that, that was had there. And it was suggested that the other clubs that were involved were were the foreign-owned clubs, which, which doesn't surprise us, does it? Not because remotely. they've come in 
not remotely at all. And, and and again, that's just the reality of where we're currently at. I mean, I remember when um, when when the when the when Serie A was first offered the deal that the, the La Liga were offered, which they took because mm-hmm. they're not stupid, um, which was an absolutely brilliant idea, creating a media company. Um, and that media company owns all the rights, and that media company then sells all the rights all over the world, um, and yeah. and all the clubs in the Serie A and Serie B owned a stake in that, and so on and so forth. Um, and and it was it was a long term deal; it was a twenty year deal, um, yeah. and they were going to put pump in billions of euros. And for some reason, mm-hmm. this was voted not down. Um, mm-hmm. it, and they went to Spain, and Spain snapped it up so quickly they bit their hands off, much to the disappointment of Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Atletico Madrid. But they quickly mm-hmm. understood that you know they were voted down something like seventeen to three because it was this is good for Spanish football because the more money in Spanish football overall, I mean, you know, you can't just look at the tip of your nose; you got to look a bit, you know, further down the road as well. And and I think that 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 TV deal and that structure is something that will save Spanish football. And meanwhile, yeah. here's the city R. Exactly. And and again, I mentioned it a little earlier on. You only have to look at the mess that was caused twelve yeah. months ago. Yes, again, with being in the in the MENA region, the fact that in the end, all of the season, well, half of the season at least, was streamed only on yeah. YouTube to to the millions of fans there, but. The, the market, another market which I work into, which is very, very interesting, was India. And the reason that I raised India was because India, we know, massive population, massive population of football fans. And it was this market that had a broadcast rights holder in Sony, another of the networks that I work with, who did arguably, in my opinion, some of the best English language coverage of Serie A in the world over the last six seasons. They, they were doing weekly coverage, weekly studios. It was great. They were providing a service to their audience. Serie A decided to, to part ways with them due to a, a breakdown in talks. They were, they were demanding more money for, for not really any reason. And in the end, they partnered with another platform who weren't and still don't really have a network. They don't have a channel. And as such, it went unwatched into India for the last 12 months. I had many fans who, who were joining us on Sony asking me all the time, where do I watch Serie A in India this season? And the, the new broadcaster came in. Hopefully they do good things for the competition going forward, but they, they didn't have a platform ready to go. So that's on the other side where the Serie A took a little bit more money from a new broadcaster, but it wasn't the right platform at that point in time. So this decision-making just lacks complete consistency across the board. And then you compare that to the Premier League, who are so you know, careful of their brand globally, mm-hmm. who as soon as something goes wrong in any part that they've sold their, their, their rights to, they immediately follow up. And are proactive and ask, okay, what's going on in India? What's going on in in China? What's going on there? Like, as soon as something doesn't work with their brand, mm-hmm. they proactively reach out and and ask for information because they they don't they they don't think that okay, well, we signed the contract, money's in the bank now. Let's you know put our heads be, hands behind our heads and chill and order another pina colada kind of attitude. Correct, absolutely, and and I can tell you as well with the Premier League again, we we know that. The Premier League, what they've done, the way that they've built their product and, and marketed globally is is amongst the very, very best in any competition in world sports. We, we, we have to tip our hats to them. It's been phenomenal. 
I can tell you again through a couple of my other broadcasters that have the Premier League rights, the the access and the ease of access that the Premier League give to them with current stars, former stars, just to advocate and promote the league on their platforms, it's second to none. And it's a no-brainer. Conversely, with Serie A, if you want to organise an interview with a top talent or a top player or a top figure, it's almost mission impossible. So they're shooting themselves in the foot. We can't we could never get an interview with Cristiano Ronaldo because Cristiano Ronaldo was bigger than Juventus. He was bigger than Serie A. And as such, you're losing massive opportunities to market your brand, market your competition into every market in the world with the biggest individual in sport that's ever existed. And these are the missed opportunities that continually frustrate us who are trying to, to give the league a good image, to give the league some, some exposure. But again, as I said at the start, if the leaders at the top aren't competent and they don't see that and they don't value that, then we're all doomed. Mm. What about, I mean, what what developments? I mean, I'm, I know you've got information that you haven't released yet. I mean, is there something you're going, going to release soon? And, and if so, what, what can you give us a hint into what that is? And Yeah, look, obviously, the uh, I guess the, the information, the additional information is more the specifics of the dealings. And just, uh, again, I, I, think, I think at the moment it's more a case of that, this was promised, this was then not delivered. And so I think there are a lot of questions that being are keen to ask of Serie A that will emerge down the track. I, I think it's an interesting one because at this point now, the rights have been sold, being won't be the rights holder for the foreseeable future in that region. But I, I think I, I look. I think there might be a bit more, a bit more to come. I don't have the specifics of the the conversations that were had, but certainly I've been told that obviously they that they do. So there, there's. I think there might be a bit more interesting information that that may emerge if being choose to. But at this point, all I have been told is that, and I've just released the, the latest information now, is that many were asking about other regions in the world. What does this mean for being? and Setia's relationship outside of MENA going forward. And Bean have just confirmed to me that they will continue to honour and respect the existing contracts that they have. So that mainly impacts Australia, Oceania, and the Asian regions that have Setia on Bean Sports. They will honour those contracts up until, I believe those contracts remain until the conclusion of the 23-24 season. But what that means beyond that at this stage I'm told there's not too much positivity about any form of renewal between BN and Serie A going forward, which could, again, be a massive blow because what are some of the other options in these markets? I know Australia, there are a few other options, but in other markets in the world that have relied on BN for their Serie A coverage for so long now, what does that mean? And that puts further doubt and, and further stress, I guess, on the on the growth and exposure of Serie A into these foreign markets. It's... Um... It's genuinely mind-boggling. It's genuinely mind-boggling, and incredible and in, in this in, in such a cutthroat market where you know after the pandemic and and the and the clubs like and, and people like Beppe Marotta talking about financial sustainability and and time and time again you know underlying and underscoring that look telling you know that the city is not what it used to be. It's now uh, as as Marotta said. This is not the final destination of the stars. This is just a step, you know. It's, it's a stepping stone, and if you if you're happy with that, then great. But I don't think they are, and I don't think most clubs are, and I don't think most Serie A fans are. 
but they're not doing anything to change that and return back to glory. I mean, if we just, dis- I mean, if just discarding and disregarding the complete dysfunction surrounding the stadiums and that are archaic mm. at best, this exactly. this is such an epic own goal. Yep. And, and we, we know that Comiso, especially mm. at the start, that was his number one intention when he came into Fiorentina. Yeah. That was obviously the one thing he identified. He has a club with history, with tradition, in a beautiful city, a beautiful part of the world. He has the makings of a, a gold mine here. And the one thing that he identified from day one was we need to fix this stadium. It's, it's falling apart. And then all of the other problems come, come to the fore and nothing's happened since. So it's hardly surprising, but it's, it's what needs to change at the top in order to see change trickle down. And, and you're right, it's a massive own goal is, is the, the best way to describe this entire situation. And again, that's why I feel it, it is very, it's baffling, it's shambolic, the management, but it's not surprising and it's nothing new. And it's just, it's going to happen again and again and again, unless there is immediate change. Yeah. And and I think it wouldn't surprise me if there was an inquiry that started as a result of this, uh, depending on what you guys mm-hmm. have, you know, what you what you've got, what you've mm-hmm. uh, published online, and also what the 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 financial sports journalists in Italy have reported in Sol and so on. I, mm-hmm. I think a lot of questions will be asked, and I don't, and I expect, you know, these foreign clubs uh, or these foreign owned clubs to kick up a fuss and and demand an inquiry yep. as well. Um, and so they yeah, should. Absolutely. And so they should, because absolutely. because they've they've invested, they've invested their money, their time, their efforts into into our competition. Yeah. They've invested their their products into Italy to try and boost everything that it offers, because obviously they see financial opportunity on their front. So they, they've come in, they've come in with positive a positive attitude, a positive approach. But it needs to be respected on the other end, otherwise. They'll pull out and they'll go packing and they'll invest elsewhere. They'll take their money to England. They'll go make more money there than they could here. So, that, and that's always the frustration at, at a point in time where we are so far behind England. And don't even worry about England. Let's talk about Spain, that's Germany, what I was and just France. Say. Because I, I'm more worried about Spain, Germany, and, and in France. Than exactly, I, exactly. Forget about the Premier exactly. League. You need to worry about second, third, and fourth. Correct. Correct, because we're slipping quickly, yeah. and then who knows? We, with respect, we start to we start to find ourselves in the in the fifth, sixth, seventh bracket with Portugal yeah. and the Netherlands, and and, and that's that's not uh, you know that's not something that's impossible. No. The, the way we are going at this point in time, you just look at the transfer dealings, you see where where it is. The appeal is still there, but that appeal won't last forever especially as we move into this next generation and, and things start to change very, very quickly. So this needs to be brought to the attention of those that can make change, of those that can question and can make inquiries as to what's going on. Because, again, the longer this continues, well, we may not have a league at this level to cover in the not-too-distant future. So the change has to come now. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Adrian, for coming on. And, and if, you know, we'd Pleasure. love to... Bring you on again if you know in a few weeks because I'm sure there's going to be <laughs> this is going to this is a developing story so make sure to watch out for that and you know if there's anything we'd love to have you on to discuss it even more. Um, um, sure. If uh, people want to follow you on social media on Twitter, Instagram, what's your handle? Yeah, you can do that. My pleasure to join you as always, but you can do that at Adrian Del Monte. So just drop the O, Adrian Del Monte there, and yeah, I'll, I'll keep you updated with whatever comes to hand because as we've said, there there's definitely. It's, and it's not just a matter of this as an isolated story, but there's definitely more to, to the wider story that is the management of foreign rights and 
again, that lack of regard that they have for them. So I think it's a developing story that has been ongoing, but particularly this with the with the MENA region, a very, very intriguing one. And as I said, I've just published the fact that VN have confirmed to me that they will maintain the rights in the other territories around the world, mainly Australia, New Zealand, Asia, those parts of the world. So that's an interesting development as such because my initial thought was they're going to pull out of everywhere very quickly, which would have been a disaster for Serie A again, one month out from the start of the season, having to go back to the table to, to auction off their rights, they would have got even less money. So I guess that's not the worst case scenario at this stage, but more to come, no doubt. For sure. Thank you so much, Adrian. And thank you, everyone else. We'll be back on Monday for a, for a full review of the last week, including this, this what, what's happened here and uh, that we've talked to Adrian about and also any developments. Uh, until then, take care of each other. Ciao, ciao.